0: Hello, you're listening to a spoiler filled film conversation. Hooray!
1: Wild in the streets! Run in, run in, wild in the streets! Actually, skateboarding, wild in the streets. Everyone, <laughs> not running. Sometimes running, mostly skateboarding, wild in the streets. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm Totally Radical Dude Rich, and my bodacious friends are Anthony.
2: Hello, Abby. Hello,
1: and
3: Jamie. I was going to use bodacious, but you did so. I I
1: have to try very hard not to say bodega friends. (laughs) (laughs) My friends from a news agent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, this time on the pod, we're discussing the 1980s film Thrashing. No G, just a little. What are they called? Apostrophe? Is it? No. Is that punctuation that replaces the G?
0: Yeah, it
1: is Is an apostrophe. Okay, good. The old B in GCSE language (laughs) Proven to be rather good. Um, Anyway, it was my pick this week, but Abby's going to read the details in case anyone's got a tricky name and I get scared of saying it wrong. Josh. (laughs) 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 Broly. The, the purple guy from the, the superhero thing. Oh, yeah.
0: It's like always... rolling
1: like rolling but l- be? like Limp Bizkit. Yeah. yeah. rolling, so Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. rolling, yeah. rolling brolin. <laughs> <So laughs> brolin, you know. brolin, brolin down the hill to win the, the race. Right, I anyway. Always... Okay. Abby, t- tell us what Thanos was up to before he clicked <laughs> us all out of existence.
0: Thrashing is from 1986, it was directed by David Winters and written by Alan Sachs and Paul Brown. Stars Josh Brolin, Robert Rustler, Pamela Gidley, Brooke McCarter, Josh Rickman, Brett Marks, David Wagner, Chuck McCann, Tony Alva, Art Munsky, Sherilyn Finn. Fucking hell, I was in the Will to Live here. many <laughs> credit <to see> you, <laughs> oh, There was like was... eight, so I thought, how many will well say more?
3: I was waiting for you to get to Cheryl and Fenn. Yay! <laughs>
1: That's
3: my uh, Twin Peaks it's... connection.
1: Who is she in Twin Peaks?
3: Uh, Audrey Horn. One of the like most significant characters of the show. I'd know that if I'd watched any. Well.
0: <laughs> it's been a while. I should watch it again.
3: Did you never watch the third season? Meant to. Oh. Well, watch it know. all. You're in for a treat. Well, <laughs> kind of a very, a very devastating and bleak treat.
1: <laughs> ah. Anyway, I'll take over now, Abby. Uh,
0: uh it's about oh, our fucking. Heroic. I'll take over now, Abby. Uh...
1: No, go con- you can continue if you like.
0: No, you want to do the blurb? You do the blurb, mate.
1: Well, i was just gonna say. I'll step off. Yeah. Fucking hell! All right. I'll see you in the fucking reservoir. For a fucking midnight massacre or whatever,
3: grab your boards.
1: put a bag on a stick, <laughs> <laughs> teabaggy joust thing, gladiators. Anyway, yes, yeah, thrashing is essentially where skateboarding meets Shakespeare, or skatespeare, as I like to call it. <laughs> um, that's all you need to know, isn't it? Like, uh, like Jamie was saying, it is a bit like. A kind of Romeo and Juliet story, Capulets and the daggers. <laughs> you know, love, <laughs> lover, teen lovers uh, caught between families of skateboarders uh, fighting to be together. You know, but also
3: no suicide at the end. Spoilers.
1: Oh, all the best, all the best <laughs> skate <laughs> stories <laughs> end in suicides. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a. It's one of the big, early, there's not that many skateboard, uh proper skateboarding movies. They tend, skateboarders, you know, make their own video parts and put out, you know, films of skateboarding, but this is a legitimate feature film, uh, and not just some weird documentary about skateboarding that comes out from time to time. So this is like one of those, oh, let's make a sp- sports movie for that new thing everyone's sort of into in the 80s. Um, uh, you know, all got huge and popular in the early, late late eighties, early nineties, basically. Uh, but you know, it's been around longer than that. But this was like, oh look, the teens—they love this, and it's like <laughs> they love they love this shit. <laughs> Give them one of these things to enjoy. And so you know, that was the that was the pitch, I guess. I but I picked it because I I like skateboarding in video games. I Tried in real life, too big and hefty to be skateboarding properly. But I hang out with skateboarders and help them film their mainly bailing and falling off, trying to jump jump steps and do stuff that looks cool. But, uh, you know, I hang around with skaters from time to time, and uh, I'm generally, casually into the culture. And, uh, yeah, but most of my knowledge, like, I guess most people our age is, like, through video games and stuff, rather than being out in in um... in the bowls and backyards of California but
3: we don't have video games to. and pop culture from the early 90s stuff like the simpsons and and the ninja turtles and all that you know yeah. skateboarding was a big thing when we were kids in the early 90s and america like british kids were trying desperately to be american kids
1: yeah it was part of the zeitgeist for sure yeah i I played a shit ton of skater video games i got abby into a food and i abby you played of more of skate than tony hawk though right
0: yeah it's fun when we watch things about skateboarding because you can kind of give me like a play-by-play commentary because you know what they look like you just can't do it
1: yeah i can you know i can tell a judo from an uh i was gonna say an iffy stiffy but that's snowboarding
3: <laughs> <laughs> i can spot so the other thing skate gave us some uh wonderful youtube compilations of very strange video game glitches
0: Magical just... prawn, oh magical prawn. It was one of by like, my personal ones that I did, where a guy just sort of leant down on his side and just kept spinning and spinning <laughs> and spinning.
1: <laughs> He's good at, like, ten minutes? Yeah, probably the best thing about the skate games is crashing your skateboarders hideously into things and then often watching them glitch out after they've broken every bone in their body. Just
3: fly hundreds of miles up into the sky in seconds.
1: Yeah, it's like being a Greek god or something. You just have control over your little men and occasional women, talking women.
3: I think you just described video games in a broader sense. I
1: suppose so. Anyway, so I had a general interest. I never watched this at the time or anything, um, but you know, I'm a fan of some of the skateboarders who have appeared in it. Like the early, this was like a lot of famous skateboarders were in it as like stunt doubles and things. Like uh, Tony Hawk is in it, and Rodney Mullen, and uh, as Abby mentioned, Tony Alva and i think a couple of other people who are in some of the video games of so tony hawks video games you know so you know and there's some locations that are like oh shit that's fairness beach i've been there in virtual reality if not real life and like, oh this hill looks exactly like the one from like skate 2 or something you know cuz it's all skateboard games are going to be plucking their locations out of real life so california has some places that are i guess iconic to people from there but uh i don't know just mere mini maps in, in various games anyway so it's fun spotting not only the skateboarders but some of the places. I've done a fucking lip trick on that. Fuck right off. That's a gap in Tony Hawk's. Ah, uh, brilliant. You know. Oh, they actually jumped a bum in this film. They jumped a... Like, yeah. a <laughs> Good work. But anyway, is it... Anyone else uh, a skateboard video game fan or indeed skateboard fan?
3: I think... A lot of my interests and tastes in things are very closely skate culture adjacent. So yeah. my, I think my experience is kind of similar. Like some of my friends were more avid skaters and also through just like the music I've always been into and stuff like that, there's always been some crossover, but I never did it because mm-hmm. I Absolutely. just do it's... not have the. There's there's the a... Yes. The <laughs> and, the yeah. and the Bouchons. Yeah.
0: It's one of the sort of trends that's actually quite... Um, how can I put this now? Like In terms of its fashion, it's a very easy thing to wear. It's comfortable. Yeah. Nobody minds looking that way. And then the ultra-cultural stuff that goes with it, it goes hand in hand with like arcades and yes. <laughs> <yeah>. junk food. <laughs> It's yeah, like, this is all stuff that you can very easily get into, and there's no reason for you to go Ugh, rubbish after a certain time. You can just continue to look like a skater into your old
3: age. I I kind of have, even though I never did it. I still like I I still wear Converse and like I if I think someone would look at me and assume at some point I had ridden a skateboard <laughs> on purpose. <Probably. laughs> <and then you laughs> but but you just you,
1: know. you need to it, all that stuff's fun, but you have to have a more a fair attitude to your own body health, I think. <laughs>
0: um,
1: you know, to be committed enough to be going through all the scrapes and cracks and crunches of learning and indeed doing skateboarding. Uh, Anthony, had you ever had any dalliances with the world of skateboarding or <laughs> skate culture?
2: Uh, I got onto a skateboard once. <laughs> I fell off quickly and very hard and it never happened again.
1: See, yeah. that's, that's wise. <laughs> the, the skateboarders have the, don't have that mental link between I hurt myself, I should stop. They're like try, try, try again, <laughs> like you know.
2: I don't know. It's 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 too close to hard work. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, like all my fr- all my friends were into it in in some way, like mainly through like I, I think like the the gateway was like Jackass, yeah, the TV series. Mm. Um, but yeah, like everyone I know, like had had like the Tony Hawk games, or you know, were were skaters, or what? remember, do you, do you remember those finger skateboards that oh, yeah. were popular <laughs> yeah, for a while? Yeah. I, got, I got a knock in I the love box them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They were so lame as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, like buying no, one of them is lameer. I used to try. Though this is an unnecessary tangent.
2: You carry on. But no, like it never never interest me like the whole skate thing like I think I, I uh fashion wise I probably incorporated some of the stuff because just because you know that's what all your friends look like and that's what you do you tend to try and look like all your friends um, at that point but no like I, I played the games and I hated them I'm like <laughs> this is so dull <laughs> like what is the point of this
1: yeah, this like, is you have to sort of make a jump because most video games are you're doing something you uh, to achieve something and to unlock things and to uh, go on an adventure or something. Or but with skateboarding, you have to sort of at least part way be interested in doing the tricks you're meant to. Otherwise, you're just roaming around a small area and crashing into things and well, going why?
3: I think uh, my I experience of think... games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the appeal yeah. of those as as the. Uh... As the kids would say these days, is you vibe? It's just a vibe. You sit there and you vibe for hours.
2: Part, for but me, it like, was like. Sorry, I... oh, you're on. I was gonna say it was this, it was one of those. It was a subsection of game where, like, a lot of games are very intuitive, where yeah. it's like, well, yes, you know, this moves me. I press this button. It. Hit someone. I press this button. It throws something. Yeah. But with, there was like a subsection of games like this and uh, wrestling games were the same, where you couldn't just pick it up and play. It was a whole new like language of game controls.
3: Oh, the wrestling games taught me wrestling. That's how I got into it.
2: Yeah, but like yeah. I liked wrestling enough to dedicate sure. awesome. to yeah, yeah. work yeah. out how like, the wrestling games worked but I couldn't do it with uh, the skate games
0: See, I understand t- what you mean because when we went from Tony Hawk to skate and it was so different it felt fucking alien
3: yeah it's like the move from uh, Wrestlemania and No Mercy on the N64 to the Smackdown games on the PlayStation it's like oh this isn't oh, yeah. this isn't the same I mean
1: there is there is definitely a uh, a thing in skateboarding games, like Tony Hawk's games, where I think the in for me was you know, you get some prick going, Oh, collect the skate letters, bloke, you know <laughs> and I'd be like, Oh oh yeah Like initially you're just looking around Oh, do, do a combo and you get stuck in what? And then someone's thrown down a gauntlet and you're like, oh, fucking, I'm not going to fucking show you, AI guy. Looking prick. <laughs> like, challenge me to random shit. Oh, I don't think I can grind the big rail, do you? Fuck you, I'll show you.
3: That's I true. think I, I mentioned before my adjacency, if that's a word, to skateboarding. Like, part of the reason me as a 37-year-old man who'd never played it back in the day bought the Tony Hawks remasters is because of the soundtrack. And that's, like... It's the same with like GTA games. Like a lot of it is, you just hear songs you like and kind of fiddle around in the game.
0: Yeah, who doesn't like driving a car listening to the radio? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, give give one bit of credit to skateboarders. They've generally got a good taste in music or are marketed marketed to two in a in a way that is by people who know their shit about indie rock and stuff.
3: And this film mostly has some fun music in it. There's one particular <laughs> song that... Oh, there's a sex scene in this film. <laughs> and <absolutely> oh, <laughs> <yes> it is absolutely abysmal. Just the definition of the kind of, like, sloppy... Not sloppy. Sloppy in the wrong way. Like
1: Schmaltzy, 80s yeah. fucking teenage oh. soap opera garbage. It's stuff
3: in it, yeah. Based on the fucking song.
1: It is mainly the song because the, they're both lookers. These actors, you
3: know. Oh, they are, but it's one of those sections where it's just two people sort of very slowly rolling over each other. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so... At that point where
0: he's turned around completely, he's facing the wrong way, and they take they take off his t-shirt so you can see his chest. And it's like we, we seen nothing but his chest for the last.
3: Uh... <laughs> half yeah. Hour. Fucking closed his shirt To be fair, if I yeah. was fucking cut like Josh Brolin is in the film, I would never wear a top either. <laughs> he's,
1: he's pubeless as well. He's, kind of he's very smooth,
3: yeah, smooth little we- boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't know, like I don't know. It just it feels like those moments in Jean Claude Van Damme's where he makes love and you will just look at your watch going, "Is this do I, do I want to watch it?"
3: Yeah, what is this? And it's not even like it's a horny sex scene. It's just this weird, so slow movement. It's yeah. it's literally you calling it like making love. That's oh, that's exactly what it is. That's and I, I've people have made fun of me for this, but I I hate I hate the term making love. It it makes <laughs> my skin crawl in a really like like deep inside way. It's hard. to, to <laughs> this
1: day. Jamie is still a virgin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm not his wife, obviously, but I—I I think we can safely tell us that that Jamie indeed fucks. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, biggest compliment
3: ever, anyone's ever paid me.
1: I mean, if not, you got—you hope you got some receipts for that. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, fucking hell. We haven't got to the lovemaking because the characters I haven't met yet. We haven't discussed oh. them at all. Other than we've got straight to brolin boning. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bonin, <laughs> <Josh Bonin.
1: laughs> uh, but yeah, the music-wise, we, we get not only some rad tunes like uh, Devo and, well, Meatloaf, I guess, and uh, uh, Circle Jerk. They're, they're, Red Hot Chili Peppers? The Red Hot Chili Peppers, that's was getting to. The Red Hot Chili Peppers not only feature as a song, but are in it themselves as... An uh, overly wacky look, like I guess it's early That's, in their career. Yeah, that was where the, they so, were trying to be like a fucking gimmicky goofball band or
3: something. Hold hold on a second here, Red Hot Chili Peppers corner, because I went through a phase in my like late teens where I got really into them.
1: Did you wear like a uh, flying ace cap or some silly glasses or something? Big top no, hat with
3: spray paint. On. <laughs> um, but this, so I think this song, Black Eyed Blonde, is. From their first album so this would have been like very early on when was this filmed from again 86, 86. okay so 84 was their first album um but i think this is the first time like i've seen hillel slovak on like in anything um because flea's in the, everything like he is yeah he's about. everywhere he's, all he the starts time starts
1: with cameos and now he's just fucking odd. do you want to be in the new star wars yeah <laughs> um
3: but yeah, it was it. This this was their uh, what God? They must have been like in their late teens at this point, and like but that's so. This the was them in the like, to
1: cast them as the band is yeah, they are they're the right demographic like, for this.
3: Yeah, for film. Um, it's also a good song, just like a good weird, like funky, cartoony song. Because yeah, you're right. They were very like. It's it's like they were trying to be the Looney Tunes band <laughs> before they
1: like got all serious. Yeah, the other the other band that for me is like absolutely connected to skateboarding is Devo. Like they're on the soundtrack, and uh, they they because they're a bit funny and alternative, they feel right. I think also Tony Hawk is a big fan of Devo and yeah and stuff just because it's his era from you know it's... when he was young and skateboarding at, like in, in his film and whatnot.
3: Yeah, when it comes to music, this, this film, because of when it was made and the culture it's set in, really reminded me how much I love the sound of big 80s drums. Like, whether they're actual physical drums or that, like, fake electric drum noise. It's... I, I love that, like... noise that is all through this film. Phil Collins also a big fan of that noise. Yes. <laughs> Um, I just, I did realize we didn't do expectations or anything.
1: That's true because we were so eager to talk about uh, music and or sex. Mm. But yeah. Um. I mean, I I guess I'd covered why I'd picked it, so that that'll do. I asked Anthony like if he was into skateboarding, but I guess we hadn't addressed if anyone was heard or seen this film before. Abby, had you? come I watched this? it with you. So. No, before you... that though. Oh yeah, it was the first time for both of us when we watched it the first time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well,
1: the, the people don't know that, so you should say it.
0: Well, I watched it with you, Rich. Uh, I, I know. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't remember why we watched it, except maybe it was just a skateboarding movie, and we were like, sure. Just pl- ploughing the depths of uh, Amazon Prime, looking for stuff. Yeah. bit of cheese, and you go, Brolin, what?
0: Yeah, it must be been one of your picks, because all of my picks are... It's when I try and pick something off subscription services... Without researching them first, they are universally terrible every single time.
1: Yeah. Well, this isn't exactly a high b- benchmark. I mean, it's still a little bit garbage, <laughs> but it's good. It's a good kind of uh, retro garbage um, time capsule and a, a, and a porthole into a culture. Plus, I do like you know. I was like, oh, this, this probably features skateboarders I've heard of. So cool. Um. Yeah, Jamie, you. Didn't expect... You hadn't seen thrashing or heard of it, to do Or whatever.
3: Yeah, I had never heard of it. I also like that uh, we're all too British to not drop the G at the end of thrashing. Thrashing. Thrashing! Thrashing. We associate it
0: with boarding schools, that's
3: right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're also all, like, to to some degree or another Welsh, so we should very be... Easily be able to go thrashin. in,
0: some degree or another.
3: Aren't you Canadian or something? Or, oh, or Scottish,
0: real. Or Irish. <laughs> I, was, I was born and I was raised here. My ancestors have nothing to do with this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, well then we are all Welsh, so we should all be able to drop the G very easily and call it thrashin. Thrashin. Replace the I with an E
0: threshing, is
3: it? No, thrash-en.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. I, I replaced the wrong vowel.
1: <laughs>
0: <No>.
1: <laughs> what does... Uh, it gets to find thrashing, because we have the the female lead or love interest in this piece. It, she's uh, alien a little bit to skate culture, and uh, there's plenty of opportunities to explain stuff to the novice and all the audience watching. And uh, Brolin explains what thrashing is, right? It's just a aggressive form of skateboarding, he says. Is that right? I can't Something remember. like that? It's just, I know, there's just a, a lot of like... Term, and like a yeah. thrasher magazine was like a skateboard magazine. It's just a term for cool dudes.
3: This is... Um, this film feels... It... <sighs> it this is it's like a compliment and an insult what i'm about to say the 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 film feels very um finely tuned like market tested and researched um and like it's impressive how much information they actually have in the film about skateboarding and the terminology they use
1: some of the people involved definitely understand the culture yeah but also
3: at, to... the, at the same time it makes it very artificial <laughs> sure and it's it, like we got to tick every box to appeal to these youths,
1: youths. yeah we have to, uh, but yeah and then there in and also it's sort of having that cookie cutter romantic soap opera plot in there to try yeah. and hack, like to rival it's kind of a it's got a classic sports movie that rivals it's got a bit of a fucking Hamlet in there with the whole like you fucking I'm in love with my sister shit going on. I don't know. But it does feel oddly like a commercial attempt to appeal to an audience but also it has to have enough knowledge to sort of get the respect of the the skaters who might watch it as well. Uh Anthony, had you heard of Thrashing?
2: I had not and from the trailer I I pretty much guessed everything. That was mm. going to happen correctly, <laughs> film, because essentially it's like it's just another eighties sporting teenage film, and they're all the same. The yeah. only thing that was different was it wasn't like a rival; it wasn't the rival's girlfriend yeah. that the main guy gets off with. It's his sister, yeah. but that was the only thing I didn't predict
1: it definitely fits a sporting template i mean we did hot dog the movie a little while back and it's got a lot of things in common, common with that and a little maybe skews a little younger cuz it uh, the the most developed thing we get is uh some some teenagers trying to smuggle tiny bottles of booze into a some, into a club into a how's it work? so the red hot chili peppers are playing in a graffiti covered hovel <laughs> and but yet it has an adult bouncers that seem to stop teenagers having booze. Like who's
3: arranging this?
2: And an MC with a tuxedo. Yeah. yeah.
3: Do you know what it reminded me of as well, in a lot of ways? The the Foot Clan hideout in the first in that live action first Ninja Turtles movie.
1: Ah hmm. Just got a skateboard make... in there, don't they, as well?
3: Yeah, where all the like bad kids are there, and they're all smoking and skateboarding and playing arcade machines, but nobody's like drinking or doing drugs
2: or anything.
1: <laughs> Just the worst thing they could do is breakdance or do a bit of uh, freestyle yeah. skateboarding. Uh yeah. So, oh I'll... yeah,
2: the skateboard dancing. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> it's what called skateboard dancing, Anthony. It's called freestyle flat <laughs> tricks. It's skateboard, da- dancing. Don't dance to skateboard dancing. Which makes
0: sense. The guy you make this was like a choreographer or something, right?
3: Yes. (sighs) Yeah, he did lots of music videos, too. It's
1: not cool.
0: That,
3: you could tell.
1: Dancing's not cool. (laughs) Skateboarding tricks are cool.
2: This film was essentially just seven or eight music videos squashed together. Yeah.
1: Well, format-wise as well, um, it's a tricky balancing act of, we want to be a proper film, but also we want to show you all the types of skateboarding that exists. (laughs) Like, it has, like, pool skateboarding and, like, slalom and freestyle and stuff. Like, they have flatland tricks and they have, like, ones in half. They build a half-pipe as part of the story or or whatever. And they're like, we're going to showcase every type of skateboarding, not just feature skateboarders in a film. So it's sort of a, a, a recruitment come advert for become a skateboarder. Look how fun it is these are all the different types of skateboarders and uh, it's a sort of... it's. There's, like, gangs and groups of friends and it's, like, a cool thing and you get hot babes interested in you. And, uh, you know, if you're a goofball, you get fried chicken on your face and make a fool of yourself. It's got something for everyone. So it felt like a recruitment for skateboarding, which gets in the way a little bit of creating an entertainment film for general audiences.
3: Like, like I said, but, it's... it's... It comes across as very heavily market researched and tailored to the audience. Like it it is a, it's probably one of the most like we have to tick this box kind of films I think I've seen.
1: But I think skaters like that they're finally being pandered to by finally something that represents our culture and reflects some of our lives back at ourselves. People want that I think as well.
3: Although oh, yeah, I'm not necessary like like I said before. It's like a compliment and a criticism at the same time.
2: Although it would have been nice if they performed more than two tricks during the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know if like just it as a sport hadn't progressed as much as it did. Like when it was big, like in the nineties, early two thousands. For it felt like. The only tricks that could happen was jumping off a wall and doing that. I'm 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 holding myself up on the top of the half pipe, and like that was it. Ah, but well, yeah, but, yeah, they did a bit more stuff in the uh, the official bowl at the contest. I think also
1: you have to have a, if you have to have a keen eye, and the mm-hmm. the thing is. A lot of the thing It is a product of its era. Plus, like, video games sort of spoil you for doing, like... Oh, I've done, like, 50 bloody insane flip tricks in a row... And then grinded something and then landed on my hands on the board. Where, so, like, skateboarding in reality... People are impressed if you do some of the more... Like, oh, I, I can see how... If you're a skateboarder, you can see how hard some of the things are. So, like, the fact that it just features some dudes in the background skateboarding on a roof... Like, that's... That's not nothing, like, and also, <laughs> yeah, you, you, they all do variations on like plants and stuff. Like they all, like they're all doing loads of tricks. It's just there's a subtlety as to where you're grabbing the board, or the technical <laughs> difficulty and stuff. So like, you see a lot of tricks. It's just they don't look all that impressive unless you appreciate how hard it's. Um, is.
2: Well, to, to a layman like me, it wasn't yeah. that that much. I wasn't very impressed by all the goings on because i was like the one thing i had was okay maybe there'll be some cool things going on on the skateboards that i can get into but it, it never really materialized i
3: think it's um cuz i to make the comparison to wrestling again because the, the the only context we know is wrestling games and <laughs> skateboarding games um <laughs> when you when you see like I think if you watch enough like professional wrestling or you play the games enough you start to almost feel like you know how to do the moves and it's really different from like actually being in the ring with the giant man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like you feel how hard the, the actual math, like the actual mat is and how like stiff and tight the ropes are and then like ha- like what it's actually like to do something like
2: just a basic suplex, and how complicated that is. If I'm never... not. I'm not taking away from no. I, know, I, their, I know their you, skill and their, like, their stuff, you, but just to to watch was not yes. exciting for me. And all. I think
3: I think you are also right in that part of that is because of how early this film is in like yeah skateboarding culture generally is that at the time. I think it was probably just a novelty to see it filmed in a very dynamic way, because there is, like, you, you can the tell... The angles and fisheye, yes. which are yeah, yeah. crucial to the, really, all
1: the, the time. The
3: really, yeah. like, interesting parts of this film, or engaging parts of this film, are the different ways they choose to, like, film just skateboarding. Like, not even tricks, like, just the motion... Plus they have um,
1: they have, they change up the locations. So we got like night scenes in the streets. Yeah. We got day. We got lots of locations. They really try and vary up because they know they're doing a lot of just filming skateboarders.
3: Yeah, I think but, it was just it was very new to yeah, see it, that at the time.
1: And also, like there's another aspect of you have got like a group of friends who are all skateboarding, and they do a lot of skateboarding at the same time. That's not the same as watching an edited video of someone doing like, if if you see someone's video part where they do all their best tricks and you're like, fuck, that's cool as hell. They actually impressed me. Whereas just four people doing something at the same time and not all falling over is like an achievement in and of itself. (laughs) And just just navigating terrain is is in its own way like something visually meant to be. No, well, no, it's, it's like I mean, and not. I'm not. Uh, we don't want to reiterate that you're not saying it's bad. You're saying it doesn't entertain you because it isn't exciting. But there, I feel like in defence of the skateboarders, they just just to have a film filled yeah. with stuff that they've seen and can do, and at different levels of ability as well. Like not everyone is the same ability at skateboarding, so they even have that little. They all like going past a tiny, top kid who they all like really pleased. Yeah.
3: Him. That little shithead. Mm. Me, me. idea sort of fucking Beavis or whatever his name was. Aww, is, like you jerk. <laughs> I, who the fuck was? Why was he there?
1: Because all the 'cause they're skate rats, little kids want to be skateboard. The the youngest skateboarders who start earlier always end up being the best skateboarders or the most drug addicted, fucked up
2: kids
3: ever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I just realised that kid is basically a proto Bart Simpson because he also has like spiky blonde hair and is a skateboarder and is a little shit.
1: Mm. Uh But yeah, I mean there's definitely a problem of mainstream appeal with this because you have to be up for watching skateboarders do stuff that looks fairly plain Jane, I suppose.
3: What I think what adds to what Anthony is saying is the fact that the actual story is so bland. Yeah, <laughs> and it's <laughs> so unengaging. And who gives a shit? <laughs> like, and I like, I, I don't. No one in it is bad necessarily. Like, none of the performances are like Huck, bad. The guy who plays Hook
1: is a little bit. Eh.
3: Yeah, they're just not. It's just not. Any, the script isn't anything, so no one gets to really do anything. You just have to. Apart be... from, go on. Apart from, and of course, I'm going to say this, but Sherilyn Fenn gets to wear the best outfits in this film like her massive 80s hair and her weird face paint that she does yeah mm. that are her like all of the uh, to be fair all of the outfits have that amazing like 80s teenager Alterative. alternative ah yeah. oh, it's the all the big hair and the colorful clothes and stuff is amazing to look at but yeah she really like encapsulates that like it's so, almost like approaching goth, uh, but not quite. Like somewhere between... Uh, uh, what was that cartoon? Gem and the something.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> and the, Gem and the holograms. Yes. Somewhere between Gem and the holograms and Susie and the Banshees is just where Sherilyn Fenn is in this film.
0: Just that bizarre 80s relationship with face paint. Yeah.
1: Isn't Just, the, the hook, evil old bad guy? does he do the blue meanies makeup as well, where he's, like, about to have a gladiator fight with?
3: Something, with yeah. yeah. And like, earrings. And He has a conversation with his sister about what earrings to wear. Like, that, that was... <laughs> yeah. Should I wear I the dagger like and
1: the loop? I mean, you're going to look like a dickhead yeah. pirate either way, does it matter? <laughs> Fuck no. Uh,
0: well,
1: okay, so... Uh, our two main groups, then, are... The like the it's got a slight warriors feel at at, at times, but it's not really about multiple <laughs> gangs.
3: That's very generous.
0: <laughs> well, like when they're coming out of the mist,
1: on yeah. the, for the 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 joust, and they're, they wear makeup and have fun, uh, themed clothing. Well, they, like um. But the the main gr- the the good guys or the protagonists and his, the protagonist and his friends is like uh, so what's Brolin's name in this fucking something Corey Brolin. Corey <laughs> the most California boy's name ever yeah, yeah. so Corey uh, is the kind of older more like more talented skater of a group of. I don't know. I guess they're teenagers or old, old like I don't know if he's meant to be. Uh, yeah, I
3: don't know what did the, they don't seem to have like families or anything. They're like teenager elementals. Like <laughs> well, <yeah. it's> California <laughs> in the comes, summertime. Yeah. Because Corey's,
0: Corey's hmm. come from somewhere else. So that's fair. He doesn't have anyone else. But these other guys, there's not one mum among them that's like, "What are you doing? Come home, go have your dinner."
1: Yeah, because he lives out like Corey lives out of his RV that I guess his I don't know, fucking grandparents gave him or something. And uh, so he's sort of cool in that he has somewhere he can stay, and then the rest, oh, I guess, yeah, in, yeah. In, in so you know, they're all just you know they're all little skater kids. They don't they don't they're not they're latchkey kids and stuff, and they they. And plus, it's presumably the summertime, so there's no school to go to, or if there is, fuck it, they're bunking off. I, don't, I think it is meant to be
2: the holidays. And, uh, and apparently, his mum only gave him thirty dollars for the whole summer. Well, it was the eighties.
0: After leaving <laughs> six post-it notes on the fridge. <laughs> which is excessive,
1: yeah, well, mum say eh? but a lot of, but they live off of like you know cheap garbage food, like uh just they just live off nachos and hot dogs, right it doesn't don't you could you could probably survive plus like yeah he's that, also
0: he's living at someone else's house though so.
1: skateers famously spent all day skateboarding and not eating and looking after themselves, <laughs> <laughs> like um, so anyway, he's down for officially for some competition, but he's got friends. And they're at different sizes and ages, but they're all skaters. And there's like, uh there's fucking, what's his name, Mondo or something? There's some goofy head, curly head, ginger guy who looks, who's the kind of stupid one. Bozo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bozo, is it? And then he's mm. got like a, there's like a blonde head, tallish one who was quite good at skating as well, I think. And there's the one who looks like Adam
0: Sandler, but isn't.
3: That's Yeah, I was trying to figure out who he reminded me of and yeah, that's that's what it was.
1: (laughs) The kid who has long hair and a sort of trilby Mm. he is probably the most authentic looking because what's that look? (laughs) That was like that brief period of time in skateboarding where people looked like that. Um, But yeah, they all have like really of the moment teenage 80s clothes which look amazing and terrible at the same time. Yeah. And a lot of, like, colourful clothes and, like, just fucking... Just shirt patterns that have never existed outside of 1986. Just, yeah. like... I, I don't know how you'd find shirts with the patterns on that some of them wear. Um, but yeah, there's a really small one as well. They seem to occasionally boot out of the group if there's not enough room in the car or because he's too young as well. They're not really a easily definable group. They're sort of a homogenous group of, like, Believably lame skaters. Like I think the ob- they've they've correctly observed how skaters seem, and they've got that awkward, shitty, can laugh at anything, doofusiness of skateboarders, mm-hmm. up for a fight, but also it's mostly about dicking around attitude they all have. Not cool, but like in their own world of teenagers, they're sort of there's something about them that's fun and cool. And they have like a they have a side thing where one of them has a car, like his parents have bought him a car, and it's a bit like lame because it's got a roof. I guess it's just a Volkswagen. Well, it's no, a t- it's...
0: Yeah, it's just like a, a little
1: a car it's any a... teenager would own.
0: No, it's a bit more.
1: It's boxy, but it's like the '80s, so they all like that. Go on, sorry.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm trying to think. It's not that it. It's just not cool. The car is fine. It is a reasonable car that your parents would buy, which is what happened. His parents they, bought a reasonable
1: car. It's not convertible, so they changed that.
0: Yeah. By cutting off the roof. Yes.
1: And, uh, the, like, the guy's bragging about if his metal teacher could see him, he'd, like, get A or whatever. Better than any work he's done in metal class, making whatever. Uh, but then they also, they graffiti the car up to make it look particularly atrocious, like a fucking end-of-year shirt or whatever in school. I uh, like the graffiti is, is bad as well. It's not like, oh, someone's... They didn't decide, oh, they, someone should be the really cool graffiti artist. No, it's realistic terrible graffiti that only teenagers would do. Not actual people with any skill or arts uh, <laughs> um, potential, you know. What do you guys make of their rad mobile?
0: Like you say, it's all very authentic in that way, but it's like, well, well, that's a bit lame. But it would be this—the realism of this film—is both a blessing and a curse. Where it's like, yeah, this is exactly what these people would be like. Oh dear.
1: Well, I, you know, I appreciate them trying to represent reality rather than because it would be very tempting to be like do a Hollywoodized version of this and make it too cool and unbelievable. They have to—they accurately lame.
0: It's weird that the, the sort of heroes yeah. for want of a better term. They're like relatively well drawn compared to other parts of the film. Whereas the villains are one hundred percent two dimensional
2: cartoons.
1: Yeah, you meant to not they root do... for them by oh, go on Anthony, go
2: on. They do try with like the main guy, what's his name? Hook? Hook. Yes. <laughs> there Which yeah. just is his moments. last
0: name I've come to understand. Oh it wasn't because he was pirate earring.
2: <laughs> but there are just moments with him and his sister where it's like Okay, you're like you're trying. You're not just absolutely two-dimensional villain bully stereotype like yeah. eighties. They are like trying to give him a little depth.
1: You also have but, a character. But at the end
2: of the, the day, he's still like a douchey skater. <laughs> so yeah, it's well, so much you can do.
1: What I find it infuriating about Hook is not that uh, I mean, you are meant to dislike him a bit because he's a prick and a bully and things, but. It's the fact that his gang, who all they all wear like clothes, and they hang on his every word. And at one point, he's just air guitaring in his house. (laughs) Yeah, and they're all like, "Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, You should have seen like he's talking to his sister. You should have seen my fucking performance. Like your shit air guitar, and everyone in the room is into it." (laughs) Stop, stop. What
0: I have been in that situation. Where I was, we were my previous boyfriend, who should remain unnamed. him and his friends we were just hanging out in one of their houses a certain song came on and within about 30 seconds all four of them were standing up and doing air guitar around the chair i was sitting on and i was just there like what's happening okay <laughs> uh, but
1: that's everyone that's not that's everyone doing air yeah, guitar because they're like that's what I was gonna say. not i'm impressed by one our leader's air
2: guitar <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> But I still, I've got a question it's for still not colleagues. out of the
0: realm's possibility
2: for me. I've got a question. Is it intimidating or goofy when like, they first come over the hill and they're all kind of skating, but then Hook is just like absolutely still coming down the hill? And, like, I, I I, figured they were trying to go for some sort of, like, intimidating thing, but it just looked really goofy to me. It's very goofy, but also kind of cool in a very silly way. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: I don't, don't think it's intentional. between the two. Yeah.
1: I think it's because he's intimidating in their world, but he's also lame as well. Like, like any any actual adult with a job who came across any of these punks would be like, "You're all scum and you suck," and none of you are hard and tough. <laughs> You're all yeah babies with a, with nothing better to do. But um, I think I don't know. I like the scene where they come over the hill. Like all the the heroes are in their shitty little graffitied car, talking about um setting up the, the general premise of their lives, and. Uh, then the, the baddies come. And I don't know why they're, they're just sitting in the middle of the road going nowhere. With they're not waiting on a traffic light. They're just taking up space and then all of the baddies come and hassle them and jump on their car and whatnot, don't they? They well, do get hassled. I can't remember
0: if they're waiting at a stoplight or whatever. That's I think very they're just,
1: specific. They're literally in the middle of the road doing nothing with no cars around and no reason to stop. I don't know. But it bugd'd be a little bit. <laughs> The other aspect of this that's quite fun, uh, you can enter into enjoyment for ironic reasons, is uh, so we get a lot of shots of our heroes skating around for fun to cool music. And obviously, sometimes it's the actors and sometimes it's the skaters if they want something a bit more complicated or, you know, tricky. And the fucking wigs they get them to wear. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. <laughs> I mean, first of all, like, I put a pin in that a minute. Uh, the Darkers and their little slightly uniformed team of dickhead alternative skaters. Uh so like Hook is the leader and he has the most disgusting rat tail I've ever seen. Hmm. Just horrible I mean yeah. is it a ponytail, is it a mullet, just He's got nasty. the
3: fucking uh uh Ewan McGregor in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, oh it's horrible horrible And he's haircut. he's always
1: preening in the mirror like he's a hot shit and it is just like oh this man is oh Ugh, yeah. <laughs> but the, our protagonists, we, we see skating across like the Hollywood stars and things up and down the streets of uh, recognisable bits of Hollywood. And uh, yeah, sometimes we have very different people in wigs that aren't even matching their haircuts as the blokes we're supposed to be thinking they are, right? They, they, they don't have a ginger wig. They're all just like muddy blondes and browns. And it's like, that'll do, right? <laughs> They're in the same clothes, what do you want? Are they even the same race or size? Who cares? Yeah. Did you guys uh, did they throw you <laughs> they were clearly at other people in wigs or was it just like washing over you, whatever, skateboarding is skateboarding?
2: I've seen worse. <laughs> it I was
1: guess. just that one
0: sequence on the Walk of Fame
2: yeah, where they, were some
0: of the they weren't egregious. even colour
1: matched wigs. Yeah. That was awful, I think when they're going doing like the downhill race, they're pretty good stunt doubles, and obviously the actors are doing it some of the time i mean and there's plenty of um you know when people are doing things in half pipes or proper tricks, we cut to like their legs or we we sort of hide the stunt doubles and there's a lot of like when they when they build a half pipe at the start and then it they have a go at it there's lots of like hang on there's kids here, then there's not kids here there's a lot of like um you obviously just filmed what footage you could and then edited it in a dynamic way, but it doesn't 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 have heaps of continuity at times. This film. Um, the, the other thing that's quite a mad thing when they do the downhill race, some of them people crash or bail or whatever off their skateboards, and they have loads of shots, a bit like Hot Dog the movie where they got ski, skiers <laughs> flying above the camera. Only in this case. They're hitting a bit of grass and then taking flight into <laughs> literally into the trees at times.
3: Yeah, quite. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of the tree thing and the, and the whole like it's it's kind of in slow motion and then they've ADR'd someone's voice and going whoa. Uh,
1: <laughs> so it can be quite goofy. This film at times. And uh, I don't know. It, maybe it would grit people a little bit to see such a stupidly put together film. But I, I, I enjoyed the fact that it was a bit ropey and daft. And I think you'd probably enter into the spirit of it, or at least have a laugh at it if you're a teenager. It made
3: me. It made me sort of wish it was more silly,
1: um, like rather than a, like... like a soap opera. <laughs>
3: Yeah, because I, I I compared it, when we were talking about it uh, beforehand, I compared it to an episode of Biker Growth, mm. like just a really long episode of Biker Growth punctuated by skateboarding.
1: Yeah, you're not you're far off, just, uh, you know, there's not any abortions or, like, um, well, well, there's a... Geordies. There's no Geordies, it's a shame. I don't know. It uh, it just has that yeah that like after like school soap opera yeah. thing, doesn't it? I, I don't know, like because the idea of like two rival skate groups is fine, and them coming to blows and fighting, there's some some gen genuine genuine tension, and like uh, good sports movie stuff where people are coming to blows and fighting and getting in each other's face, and there's different p- hierarchy within the groups that. You know, one person can be up one, and then the others outdone by another lackey or henchman or whatever. I don't know. Like, it, there's some normal stuff there that can work, but I, in a way, it kind of go, either it has to be properly like a goofball funny movie that exaggerated stuff makes sense in, or the the times where the, the people are getting hurt have to be genuinely like heart wrenching and awful, and like watching Jackass, like fuck, you know. You I mean, kind of a, a, a overly exciting and brutal.
3: I think it part of the problem is that the film isn't it doesn't commit very much to itself, really. Like it 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 is that like checkbox, make sure it appeals to the audience it's supposed to
2: and well, you I think feel... you're meant to be
1: more invested in the fun drama of their lives. Because, although saying that, like Brolin, uh, they go to the co- like it is a bit of a checkbox film, right? But you know, it's it Roland has a good easy time. And Corey goes to this concert with red with Red Hot Chili Peppers playing and all the skaters and breakdancers are there. We we've established them as like I think we go to like uh Venice Beach and see the skate park that the daggers have control yeah. over, even though there's like a thousand teenagers there. And it's like, Oh, cool, that's like from video games and real life and that's a place I've heard of and then we, we see this world and we get it explained and then they have like a concert in the evening or whatever and then Brolin's like see you, I'm going to go date this conventional attractive blonde girl who's from out of town and doesn't look like any skaters and I absolutely, because I'm attractive and charismatic enough he has just the best date ever go to the bouncy castle and the fair and stuff yeah classic high school date did, did anyone get any investment in these two as a couple?
3: No, no. They're both disgustingly beautiful. Um, I, I I thought it
1: looked like a fun date though, like you go to all the amusement parks and bouncy castles, and uh, and then you uh, and then you retire to the RV where you get filled in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fucking hell! I don't think they have sex until later, like at all, until later though. I think. That one sex scene is the the first.
1: Is he a, time? Is he a gentle? It is the only. This, the, yeah, but they could they break up after.
3: Wait, what um, were you gonna ask?
1: Did anyone? Feel, oh, like, is he a gentleman?
3: I thought you were gonna ask. Is he a gentle, lover? And I was like, I don't know. is, fucking, it, is he
1: is he a gentleman? Is it is it a first
3: date thing? Or, or I think so. I think that's the implication. Whenever whenever they do it later, it's 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 very much framed as oh, it's finally happened, and this I is it, is but, an awful song. No, yeah, I that song. But I need you to know. know I, need to I, I need to know who that is.
1: He gets instant instant success, though. They they become girlfriend and boyfriend yeah. quite quick, and uh, it's basically because he's a nice child. So the one thing she does to impress him is so she he's explaining skateboarding in some way to her, and she has a quick go, and then she does an amazing like ballerina type yeah. spin on the skateboard, impossibly. Implausibly well for someone who's never been on one, and he's like, "Oh, fair. Now, now you've won my respect. You you had my attention with your sexy face, but now you have my respect <laughs> with your skateboarding prowess." Um, I don't know. Like, is are we just too old and cynical that we can't enter into a nice teenage romance like this?
3: No, these characters are just nothing.
1: That's the thing. Like, as a teenage romance. They are usually
0: based on nothing. It's not that. It's literally that music that just, like, no. No, thanks. I could have just taken it on board as, like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, first love, blah, blah, blah. Also, uh,
3: there is a a second Twin Peaks uh, connection for me here. Uh, The actor who plays... I don't even know her name. The love interest.
0: The character's name is Chrissy.
3: Okay. Uh, Pamela Gidley... uh, she is Teresa Banks in the Twin Peaks movie. Firewalk with me. Oh,
1: fill in your little card now. If you played along at home, colour kind of that square in. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I I think I root for her more, Chrissy. Once the brothers being this obnoxious knobhead, picking fights and being a knob for no reason, and he's odd. Oh, of got that weird like Tony Montana thing of I can't let my Sister, be with anyone. <laughs> oh,
3: but, uh, God.
1: Not, it doesn't quite cross over into your. Know, for me, but he's very, very bossy yeah. and controlling, and like, like wh- literally where have you been? you've been, you, you, you've come down from the wherever we're from, uh, like the sticks or whatever, and you've come and you've had a night out with a boy, and you come home and try to drink gone off orange juice. How dare you? And he, and then she <laughs> literally does call him uh, like a mom or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm being a bit of a knob. But he he's constantly like, mm, my sister must do what I say all the time. And I did start to feel like, yeah, this woman needs to fucking kick this brother in the nuts and be like, chill out. Fuck's sake.
3: The weirdest thing about this relationship and uh, this or his character in particular is the fact that like they have this rivalry going on, this very like Shakespeare Montague's Capulets you know, whatever, except safe and without suicide.
1: Yeah, um not that safe, he has got skateboarding.
3: But whenever do, do the whenever, but whenever the, the race is, is done and Brolin wins at the end, he just goes fair enough. Good he, job. He, he
1: does have <laughs> just a pure face turn at the end.
3: Yeah. And was, I like I get that as a I get that game. as an amount. Yeah, I could get that as an arc. Like that's, it's fine and it makes sense. But I think that's also part of the problem is that like it, it's fine. It's tick again another one.
1: The film, the film does end in a kind of, uh, and that's enough. We've had the race. Yep. You've won. Uh, your girlfriend's back. You're pleased. Everyone's he's cheering wa- he's you. He's working
3: for the, the skateboarding.
1: The paedophile man who <laughs> sells <laughs> boards out of his van is going to get you to come.
3: Oh God! I knew... I thought the same thing. Hey, a teenage boy with his abs out all the time. Uh, why don't you come to my special skateboard shop and I'll show you my wood?
1: And he does, isn't it? yeah.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> <It's, laughs> I just—it's—I don't know. For me, it's uh, extra. It's called smash. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it feels—it feels oddly like. I mean, I don't know that. Um, like when o- older blokes have a company. They're not necessarily fat pedophile old men. They probably just you know <laughs> twenty three year old blokes who have have a, have a access to a, like the dad's yeah, carpentry it's shop. Like, it, but it's like
3: casting choice.
1: But that it's real that the the world of like going like skateboarders who can get win competitions or get notoriety or whatever do get sponsorships from. Uh, brands and board makers and people who sell you know yeah, yeah. and things and it is part of the going pro and becoming professional is you start off for a little indie out the back of a van type thing and you might get your own board design or you start selling you get free boards if you know if you're well well known enough or something and you yeah. probably do there probably were creepy old men uh talking to sc- grooming skateboarders and well, giving I mean, them products it... to come and um
3: Stuff, it does, so... yeah it it does make sense in and well the weird thing is that they t- they talk about him and they're like oh yeah some say he's the guy who invented skateboarding like right? what this like, I don't think so. who is this man then Ch- <laughs> like, Ch- I think he much. literally
0: invented the modern skateboard
1: he's, rather than he, 14... in the fifties he nailed some fucking shopping trolley wheels to a <laughs> bit of wood like he's that guy the guy who literally <laughs> screwed two bits together.
3: The actor I, like, who plays him is quite a prolific uh, voice actor in cartoons.
1: That's fine, but it did feel a bit like, what are you talking about?
3: No, it's, it, yeah, it was an odd character. In it. But, and, but like teenagers understand...
1: do teenagers do say stuff like, oh, yeah, they mad rumours that can't possibly be true.
3: Yeah, so... but it's usually what you just said, in that, like, oh, I heard he's a paedophile. <laughs> like, <laughs> no... He invented skateboarding. Everyone
1: respects him and wants to be signed up by this guy. Yeah, he does. You know, he's handed out merch and like promote. He's like a genuine guy who owns a skateboarding uh, factory, and he, show, he shows. He shows. Uh, he shows Corey Rose. He's not actually a
3: pedophile, he's and he was the actor. It just
1: it completely reads like he's a disgusting <laughs> pedophile, and it isn't a good thing.
3: But uh, like, do you know what? It it's like whenever we did uh, Lawnmower Man not that long ago. And I had never realised until rewatching it as an adult that it's really weird that Piers Brosnan keeps inviting the neighbour's child to uh, his <laughs> yeah. basement to play with special toys. But, I'm it's, like, but what? it's fine. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah you and this uh, mentally challenged man. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, in the, when, when they get shown the factory... And like the, the guy kind of talks a bunch of shit as well. He's like showing him just wheels, and then uh, these are the wheels we're working on. They'll survive. Oh yeah, take in the a box. bite out of it. Wow. Yeah, bite, bite, the wheel. Like, okay, that, now grab aggressively the wheel. He like, has stroke the wheel gently. That's it. <laughs> but he's like talking, just talking shit about these wheels. are gonna like even if there's a nuclear bomb, they'll survive. Like, all right, and then what? We'll skateboard without a board and a wheel. Again. and we're dead. Just such Again, a
3: such a weird thing to talk it's about. It's another, I think it's another checking the box of cuz you're going to have people who skateboard who are into like the technical aspects of it and like the, you know like the grain of the wood on the board and the density of the wood and the type of wheels it has like it's it's checking that box. It's like I yeah, i he's he's, he's talking films.
1: shit though. This guy. He's not even making sense. This would be where you'd probably put in a sponsorship from a company. I think there are a few in the competition. That's what stuff. this is. But no, but this isn't a real company, is it? Like, was it called Smash? Is that's not real, is it? This is like made up. No, of the it's film.
3: oh oh. You mean like actual real world? Um, yeah, 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 but like, no, it's a, it's. I think it's just a fictional thing for the, the film. Just a
1: logo for a. It kind of looks like a janky indie skateboarding company because it has just the logo's just a bloke with a big arm or something, <laughs> just <laughs> badly drawn, like a Descendants album. That'll do. But like the thing that fucked me off in this scene, right? They do. They got like a. It's just on a technical level, they got like some decks that they're screen printing the the logo on to the deck supposedly, and what they show us is they put like the design on. They don't squeegee anything, and then they press it down, and as if they did a screen print, and then somehow stickers are on the board. You're like, you fucking know what screen printing is? What's <laughs> <laughs> like? What are, what are you trying to get away with? Like it's just some bollocks, like like clearly not screen printing going on. I don't know. Just maybe it was just me knowing what screen printing is, because I've done it, <laughs> and being annoyed that it was just like, those are just stickers, what are you talking about? <laughs> but they look shit as well. Also, that's the top of the deck, not that I never mind. Fucking... <laughs> Good night um, But that was just like, they introduced that guy, and then it's just at the end he's there, like, yep, Broland, uh, there you go, you, you won the race, therefore are worthy of um, corporate sponsorship. Congratulations, well done. Hard to care. <laughs> that that's happened I think a more interesting story is if he could get seduced, if he did get seduced by a pedophile and the guy rips it, even if he's not a pedophile right, if he's just some guy who runs a skate shop, sponsors you but he's kind of ripping you off and making money like selling selling your footage to magazines or something and then taking a bigger cut and then you get in like a row with that guy like that would be more interesting, right? Like being exploited in some way rather than just, I rode my skateboard down a hill and I won, hooray what do you guys think?
2: It would be more interesting than what we got. Yes,
0: I think that's a workable story here. It just maybe needed finessing a bit rather than changing entirely.
1: Well, we did have other jeopardy, right, guys? We had the, the bowl skating competition. The bad guy daggers dropped a bunch of uh, caltrops <laughs> into the competition. We have like a fairly rep- like a. We, have, we get to see Tony Hawk doing some stuff as a stunt double, and a bunch of other famous skateboarders doubling as uh, pool skaters and they have like a thing where they do tricks and then when it's uh, Corey's go he gets caltropped and he's, he like uh, hurts himself and somehow nobody notices the guy's clearly dropping in little things into the pool or caring that they're on the bottom of the pool or giving a shit in general and just like nah that's, you lose
0: that was done by Monk
1: Monk the, he is a the
0: shittiest of the daggers in terms of his temperament just very like, he's part of, the, whenever they do something horrible, they always like peep out from behind things sniggering. <laughs> and that was just like, what is happening?
1: Oh, it was very like, um, the Power Rangers. There's some real terrible bits where they like they think they're being really clever and philobic. like, and they, like, I don't know uh, the good guys are talking to the judges or something, or getting his arm bandaged or some shit, and then in the background we zoom in on the daggers who are like hamming, le- hamming it up laughing at their little trick that they've done and it's just like, oh god, the framing of this well well done, you framed a shot, but fuck me, it was a cheesy as fuck I don't know but, you know, Anthony, did you enjoy the jeopardy of Losing the first competition and then being challenged uh, to a nighttime gladiator macing—what is it like—a fucking beanbag on a stick fight? But <laughs> so this... well,
2: not only really that, it's like the way they build it up as well. Like you, there's the initial challenge, and then the, like the girls have like a discussion. Is like what what what's this? What's this jousting? Is anyone going to get hurt? And then it reveals it's just them skating and hit each other with beanbags. And it's like, no one should be getting hurt from this. But
1: there's a fire pit, Anthony. <laughs> there's a fire pit. And he, he did a in. He got Did he stab him or hit him with a bit of a club thing? I don't know. They are called the daggers. I think just the dagger name implies a blade that wasn't there, Abby. I think he just clubbed. He broke his wrist, right?
0: Yeah, that was a very unclear scene in terms because of what actual injury he got. But sure, he's in a cast later. My
1: point is, when when you get in a fight, when your skate bros get in a fight over a girl, or just a... No, because they burnt down the halfpipe they built, which is... Fuck you guys, it's really hard to build halfpipes. Like, it takes an actual carpenter. <laughs> These dudes have built a fucking halfpipe, or one of them has, and then Monk and his, like, all, them um, burn down the thing, and it's quite clear who did it. So they go to the daggers, uh, Gaff where I guess hooks is hooks house or something, but oh the fucking house is just like art student gone mad. Like isn't I've this got where all he's my... air
3: guitar in as well?
1: Yes, it's, what do you think of the the daggers HQ that's just covered in cool posters and they have feed <laughs> on their own house and loads they of black blindfolded boys and Barbie duck. dolls. Blindfolded a <laughs> duck thing, yeah? No, they blindfolded a goose. Oops. Not a real well, one. It was a fake <laughs> skeleton
2: on a noose.
1: was a what on a noose? No.
2: Fake skeleton.
1: It's like a Halloween house of scary daggers all spray paint everywhere. It's like they
0: did a survey of what people have hanging in their bedrooms and then took like a hundred people's things and put them all in one room.
1: Yeah, it's very much like an art student who gets far too much leeway how to decorate their own room. But over a whole house, and then even on the breakfast table, there's a skateboard with toys on and things. no room to bloody move is there my for mm. I, I love this shit. This is exactly what skaters would do if they were decorating if they had a house themselves, <laughs> it would just be this garbage collage of tat and rebellious nonsense with terrible graffiti <laughs> daggers, daggers spray painted everywhere but um
3: i didn't I didn't see any uh any cool s's.
1: I bet if you look at yeah. it you could spend a long time just looking at everything in the background. There was some very weird like, oh, it's a, some sort of cartoon artwork of some woman with big tits or something. Great and that's in the girls' room, okay. <laughs> just, just weird. That is a
0: borrowed room that's his spare room to be fair that she's in.
1: Ah, right. Okay. But uh they get you know, there's like a whole fight about a burnt half pipe, but then it's like the challenge to this duel that happens and it's and it's it is just like Oh man, this is some serious shit. They're gonna have a joust off or whatever. You know, like, already sounds lame, but okay. And it, at night time, I guess they're atmospherically lit with dry ice and uh in, somehow there's lights. And uh yeah, it's in like uh, the top and like the sort of up in the hills where the dry reservoirs of LA are, right? Like all graffitied and like probably smelling of piss and stuff. And they go on their they go on their skateboards. Do these like do these weapons designed for the purpose. What? <laughs> I do, they like they may they mace each other with weird beanbaggy things on sticks. And there's a fire pit. And I don't know. Do you eliminate someone in the fire pit? It's it sort of comes to an end because some cops show up and very lackadaisically come down and investigate the noisy children. I, who? who
0: I, so far as I can tell, they've split a nunchuck in half. And then attached bags to the end of the
1: chain bits. Things that will not hurt as much as an actual nunchuck. <clears throat> right. But, the, but you know, Hook's a prick because he actually hurts him for real. <clears throat> and then because the cops are there, they all bail. But luckily, you know, Corey's friends are there to help him up and get him out of there. But his girlfriend, crucially, doesn't. She's pulled away by Monk, right? Because you don't want to be arrested if you're a teen. That's the worst thing ever. And that that creates a love rift, rift between them, right? Because Brolin's a bit of a salty cunt it. Like, hey, I didn't fucking... Cut, I got my arm hurt anyway.
2: Yeah, they have a fight because they're supposed to, because the story says. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it always happens in these fucking films.
1: And, and it resolves just with them both regretting it after. There's no... None of them do anything to apologise. He realises he's been a bit of a dickhead by... T- like, she brings a little toy... With a a skateboard Like she's been given His skateboardy necklace That he used to wear And she brings a little Some McDonald's tie On a skateboard for him And he's like Hmm Fuck off And uh, maybe I will go home Yeah maybe you should Maybe we all should fuck off I can't be in the special Downhill race now
3: I couldn't figure out What Sherilyn Fenn's character Was trying to do Hmm Was she trying to Make them break up Or not Or trying to She's a
1: more loyal dagger ho she's one of their girlfriends or part of the guy yeah, she's
3: isn't she uh hook's girlfriend
1: right yes and there's a couple of girls in the in the in the social group anyway and she doesn't want there you mustn't you must be with someone in our clique or part of us and so she i also think that he's genuinely a bad guy because he did like he
0: was like emotionally hurtful
1: what does she know about? Know. Him, though? He, like, gets, he, he's he gets he gets weirdly aggressive. That's all she, she. Well, in that fight,
3: like mm. it makes me think that like their relationship isn't ultimately going to be a good one because he seems a bit off.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like it's defending your pal's territory, isn't it? of so oh, like they're both the same overly aggressive boys. Being boys, I think the idea is she's willing to be a friend to, uh, Chrissy, right? But she's also loyal and wants to sort of stir shit and make sure they break up because she doesn't like care for uh, Corey for some reason, even though they don't know each other apart from him hanging out of a tree near her room. Like, it's a bit weird, just hanging out, doesn't even notice him at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's just, it's just to, to have a shit stirrer in the group, isn't it? It's not, not, there's nothing more motivating than, you know, she's a woman course she's a fucking horrible, betraying bitch.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. That kind of is... is The the thing is, though, it's not that that's what her character is until that point right near the end.
1: (laughs) Well, there's not much to her at all, is there? She's just there Uh. as a person, and then she's more relevant. Like, it's just that I'm part of the Daggers, so we're loyal to them. I, I don't know. Like, but... Chrissy and Corey... Christy and Corey, they do break up, and she's gonna pack up her things and go, and you know, she's sort of... uh, You know, her brother doesn't want her to go, because I don't want you to be here, but I don't want you to you know, have a boyfriend. That sucks. I want you to be here in a kind of nice, sisterly way, but in an also respectful virgin who never has a relationship because they can't cope with that kind of way. Just be here. Don't be lame <laughs> but she's going she's had enough she's going home she she gets help to um elasticate her suitcase shut from that woman and uh yeah basically she changes her mind while she's hitchhiking across she's truck she gets a badge out at some point to try and get a lift off truck drivers right a <laughs> bit of leg at least
0: well yeah badges taking her a bit far but <laughs> she, she did we go we don't full see leg, yeah. we
1: don't see the uh, reverse shot she could be like you know warts and all.
3: Oh, I didn't realise she had warts.
1: <laughs> Flash the gash there to definitely <laughs> get a truck pull, trucker pull pulling over for some mm, barely legal teens. Oh, love it. Honk honk. I think she gets. I think she gets a female truck driver uh, in the end, taking her away. But then she turns round and gets dropped off as well. Like it's literally Broland regrets it straight away because he's running after her in her fuzzy pink Cadillac with zebra-striped seats. And she doesn't stop for him. And then after that, it's like, well, we've both changed our mind and we're going back. We literally get a boring montage of like, I'm ready myself to do the downhill <sighs> thing. I'm, I've got a hurty hand, but I think I can do this if I use enough gaffer tape. Mm. I don't
0: actually understand why that's that much of a hindrance.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Oh, how can I skate with my arm? Uh,
3: use your feet." Yeah, and maybe you the, the have... weight of the cast throws you off balance. It's not ideal, maybe. is
2: it? I was thinking her. the same until they actually showed what the race was like, and they did have like those like big bends where they were kind of like bending over, and I think they were using their hands.
1: Yeah, you do mm-hmm.
2: traction on the floor.
1: Yeah, the floor, like for brakes and for like safety purposes, you wanted, to like sort of lean and touch, and you know. It also grabbing the skateboard is a big part of skateboarding, so you know it, it, it isn't ideal, but it is doable because they literally bring up, it. can't you do it anyway? Use your other hand more. Yeah. Well, that's fine <laughs> then, is it? Oh what? Well, I'm mm. annoyed about it. <laughs> your brother beat me up. So fuck you. Mm. But yeah, they do. It is. It's just like ah, no, we can't be mad at each other. And then I could yeah. I could turn up, but that's literally it. We get like, a, you know, a long downhill sequence, which you know it's impressive to see a bunch of skiers go down a hill in a big group. A few people fall off for real. There's a few. Whenever they fall, pretend they sort of roll in a playful, easy way that doesn't hurt. And then occasionally people do genuinely fall in this film, and it is just like ooh. apparently this the, the paramedics in the film are actual genuine. That was actual paramedics. <laughs> uh... Fixing someone up who had in, genuinely got injured. Uh, probably not the dudes jumping off and fo- flying into trees and things. That I think they were they were fine. But, uh, you know, we get a bit of... It's a bit like the end of Hot Dog, the movie, only, you know, on hard, awful ground. And with a, with a bit less violence, to be fair. They just sort of, you know, a bit of shoving at best. There's no, like, people with uh, loads of tricks up their sleeves and attempts at murdering each other. Was there any enjoyment by this stage? Was it like, oh, thank God, it's ending? Did anyone enjoy watching a race down a hill?
2: I did. Like of, of all the, the bits of skating, I like I enjoyed this bit the most because just the sheer fact that they are going down such a big hill so fast.
1: Yeah, it would, it would you, do it. I wouldn't. You can't, you can't
2: it really. mistake. Jesus. You can't mistake that. It's like yes, I you know I can't tell the difference of how they're they're, they're jumping and holding the board differently. But I can tell, like, that's fast, and (laughs) they're actually doing it, and it's impressive.
1: Yeah, it's quite a spectacle, isn't it? Like, a bunch of them crouching, Mm. like, they're all jostling for position. It's not like a big, like, wacky races thing, but it is, you know, it's a a shithead of uh, young men rolling down a hill and trying to not die. And uh, yeah, sometimes you just fall off a bit and then a board's in front of you. It is genuinely perilous uh, to go down a hill, all of you. And you're like, and also intercut it with her coming back, hitchhiking and cars. And you're like, oh shit, are there going to be cars on the road? So I can add an element to it. Well, that's another thing we featured in the film. There's a bit of skitching when there's a chase between the, the daggers and the regular skaters. They have a bit of skitching on scooters and like, uh, get, like I think the the Dagger's bully got into giving them a lift at one point, didn't they?
2: How, How did Corey... he get on the roof of that bus? Oh, yes. yeah! Nah! Yeah.
0: <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to say, but now it's absolutely what we're going to talk about. Go on. <laughs> How did he get top of the fucking... These are on events! You can't pretend he came out of a bus event that only opens like two inches.
1: I love also, you're trying to get away from a bunch of dudes chasing you who are going to beat you up on a skateboard. And you start clawing a bus door open. That's not happening, is it? (laughs) Like, just let me in. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) The bus driver lets him in and then allows him somehow to find a way onto the roof without anyone noticing. But won't let the other guys on because they have to pay. But I guess guess he had change on him and then also he was on the roof, so it didn't matter. Completely bollocks. Lots of silly (laughs) bits in that, but that is (laughs) well-remembered. One of the stupider bits. Hmm. Anything else in your notes, Abby? Uh, we might have glossed over before. We just—could we have talked about the end a little bit? It was just like, and everything was fine, and they all made friends and got skateboard deals and um, kissed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kissing. Tina just loved kissing.
0: La, la. <laughs> <laughs> Makeouts. Make <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am reading them. It's fine. I
1: mean, if anyone else has got anything else they want to bring up. <sighs>
3: i i feel bad saying it because a lot of work obviously went into that last race but I had a hard time continuing to pay attention <laughs> and i think it isn't because that part is bad because like Anthony said it's, it is you know it's all impressively shot and it is like people actually doing it um the problem is i ad- I had tuned so thoroughly out of this story that I was just like, well, this does, this means nothing to me now. <laughs> it is just have... people going down a hill on the skateboards.
2: <laughs> I have a slight confession to make. <gasps> you didn't watch the film? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Um, I hate when people do this, but after a point in the film, I couldn't help myself. I... Whenever music started playing in the foreground, I'd speed up the film <laughs> until someone started talking. Well,
1: it probably I went a bit faster for you then, didn't
2: it? Yeah, oh, so I, I easily knocked 10 to 15 minutes and off. And all that. the
1: scared must have looked I
2: much cooler, because it was be so fast. I did, actually. I'm, 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 I, I kind of preferred it, because everything was so much, like, faster. Like I thought about
3: Doing something similar while I was watching it, like um whenever the like montages were happening oh, of yeah. Yeah. Uh, like between characters, I did think about not speeding it up, but just like skipping forward a little bit on the play. Uh, the trouble,
1: the, playback the trouble with the montages—they weren't important montages. No, no, what we could have done, like if it
2: wasn't like working always, in a sports I, movie where they're training, it might be quite fun. No. It I just... honestly felt like I missed nothing. No, you because it was—it wasn't so stop. fast where. Like you know, you you can't hear, you can't understand the music anymore. I mean, you know, it probably doesn't sound like the atmosphere they were going for. But I honestly feel like I didn't miss anything by speeding up the montages.
1: What are you I going mean, to include? It's... Like, you're going to include him like punching skateboards hanging up in a refrigerator, and like oh, there's <laughs> nothing lift, little bench pressing the board, and like red Like, there's nothing to trade. Like, oh, I got my red jumpsuit and my helmet. Yes.
3: I mean, I think it's I it's The thing is, like, that's a confession if you're watching a film like, I don't know, fucking like Blade Runner or something. (laughs) Like, something that's like steeped in atmosphere and like the pace is an important part of the film. But like, this is just a collection of things happening. (laughs) And it's like, if you speed it up,
2: it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm and just you... going to stress that I don't endorse that kind of behaviour. But oh, well, well, at least done you, it before, you you paused... he never do it again. Well, we see,
1: but at least you watch scenes that are important, like the one where the kid with fucking fried chicken on his face gets gets, oh, gets pantsed. But his for a good talk to these girls. Ha, I've pulled your shorts down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking, Rick, I forgot Rick about the point on his face oh, this is disgusting <laughs> it really
3: upset me as well
1: <laughs> if
0: it makes you feel any better Anthony, due to time constraints more than once I have watched the films for this podcast in one and a half time speed throughout that's
1: just might... Gen Z kids watch stuff you now. Anyway, they haven't got the yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh,
3: I so many people have told me that they listen to podcasts that like slightly sped up. So all all right like,
1: for I... hearing everyone talk like the fucking chipmunk Thanks. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think for a film like this, it's fine because like it's so. And, again, like, oh, this it... is a film you could be on your phone for definitely. Oh, well. I so I didn't do what Anthony did, but I was definitely I had some other tabs open on my laptop and was reading. And looking at other things while, and again, it is very similar. Like when the song started, I was like, All right, "Oh, time like to look at something else."
1: Well, when the song started, I was like, "Oh fuck, I know that song. I know that's the evil, but what song is well,
3: it?" Well, now like? I'm just listening to a song and reading things on the internet, so it's kind yeah. of just what I would be doing. Anyway.
1: Just go, just quit rolling nude. <laughs> Josh <Jonathan laughs> rolling abs. Abs, yeah. Did he? What age did he stop looking like a sexy young man and start looking like a big purple monster man? Um, well, he looks like Cable man. now, so yeah. I don't think there I mean, he is there was Cable. Much of a... it just looks like. Yeah. It. I mean, do you have anything else in your notes? I have two notes.
0: One shorter than the other. Jamie, what do they call multi-story car parks in America?
3: Uh, um, it's car parks. No, they don't say car park in America. They say parking lot. Uh, Multi-story parking
2: matron. There is,
3: yeah,
1: it's freaking me out that I don't know. Sidewalk things. Sidewalk Uh, car holes.
3: Indoor parking. Municipal
1: (laughs) parking hole. They do have a case sequence in a parking lot, if that's what you're referring to, Abby.
0: Yeah, that's why we didn't talk about it much. But I remembered I wanted to specifically ask Jamie what they call multi-story car parks in America. And he doesn't know.
3: Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I think the general term for it is a parking garage. Sorry, parking garage. Garage.
0: That's what they mean when they say parking garage.
3: Yeah, they mean a multi-story Garage or car hole.
1: A, <laughs> a, gar, a garage in Britain would be somewhere you take it to get repaired, right?
3: Or it would just be your
1: garage. Where yes. you park it at night. Your own a, private yeah. parking garage. Garage. That's how we say it. Garage. Don't you put an apostrophe in instead of the G. Arash.
3: di d'a, Mr. Frenchman. <laughs>
1: Fucking hell, Right. Any of the, My other
0: note was that giant bowl of ice cream that they pretended to, ah! <laughs> to <laughs> eat. The <laughs> bollocks <laughs> of
1: it. These two stick-thin, model-attractive... Yeah, actors. no way. Like, <sighs> fair enough. Skaters go to diners and buy desserts and don't have proper food because they're teenagers. But, yeah, it was like... A, yeah, we saw. I think in the background there was someone who'd actually had a bowl full of... Fucking like the biggest Sunday or whatever ever, like you know, just cake and ice cream and chocolate sauce in a massive bowl like two times the size of your head, and they're mm. finishing. Lit- they don't even make a token last bit of the ice cream. It's literally just a melted pool at the bottom. Oh, I'm so full. Like those fuckers did not put that away at all. they're, no, they're not at even best, messy.
0: They shared a regular sized Sunday. So
3: to be it, fair, with how fucking ripped Josh Brolin is in this film, he may have eaten that whole thing because then, his <laughs> metabolism would be sky high.
1: From all the skateboarding he does as well, he'd be burning it off. Fuck right off. There's though. also I a mean, chance that sorry. it's so
0: hot in that climate that it would have halfway melted before they'd even started.
1: Well, yeah. But <laughs> like... The, Did they have sex after that ice cream as well? Because fuck, right? Like half a fucking. (gasps) That's the other thing we didn't talk
0: about.
3: Like Hulk Hogan full of pork.
0: Before the sex scene, how. She gets apparently turned on by seeing a giant spider carrying a half-naked oh, woman. Oh,
3: yeah! Oh, my God! <laughs> you're right! I forgot about that. Do you want me to carry you like that? What, in my eight spinky arms? What the fuck you I Take my topless woman back to my web and yeah, bite into you're right. That metal. was some real, like, hey, I found this on Deviant Art and stuff. It, like, it's, it's exactly the
1: sort of teenage art you'd expect of a skater yeah. to draw, but I mean, For the also, oh, just it's around just a sketch, it's like book. it's just a sketch, and it's just perfect as well. Like, oh yeah, yeah. just a, yeah. Oh fucking hell, gonna feel Yeah, I wanted up. to slap him in the face as soon God. as he said that. It. It's like it's
0: still pretty rough. I was like, fuck you.
3: They i was Guess so it gets... weird. What a bizarre transition.
1: Yeah, just full of full of ice cream. T- turned on <laughs> my spider sex. Quick, get to the RV. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we he's can do gonna
3: it. puke <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna puke <laughs> but yeah, um
2: too much ice cream
3: brother oh, <laughs>
1: mof, mof. oh
2: hold Give, on dude
1: <laughs> pass another Bubba the Love Sponge's wife yeah. oh my god <laughs> <Fun stuff. sighs> Wait, but what do they, they run away because the daggers come in and uh, she's ashamed of her uh, making love to the Capulets or whatever isn't it? it's all Shakespearean guys it's so melodramatic, that's why you guys don't like it you don't like fucking high art like Shakespeare but the, these modern artists have combined rad skateboarding with, <sighs> with beautiful English playwrights the classic <laughs> the classic melodrama of Shakespeare and you're like, mm, boring tick box bullshit, you're like no high art about Ed relatable Juliet. there's fucking poison this, yeah. There's drama. There's daggers in this. Do, Is this a dagger I see before me? Yes, he's got a horrible rat tail and he's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, <laughs> this is absolutely high, archives, and I'm not taking anyone saying anything negative.
3: Much like Shakespeare, it almost put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> is rude. it a better
1: or
0: worse than that version of Romeo and Juliet? Where they update the clothes and oh, the Baz props, Lerman's... but not the
3: yeah. Wait, the Baz Luhrmann one—that film's great.
1: It's <laughs> weird, like the like. It's, it's at least the like Shakespeare's jokes are impenetrable, and then if you do understand them because you've read the right blurbs and books about you it, realize you realise it's all go, about
3: dicks and just farts and, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you
1: go, it is just the same, really. As it's all just
3: really rubbish. juvenile.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Anthony, were you with me when we went to see a? One of one of the Shakespeare ones, and there was a guy pissing on the audience. Well, for real?
3: M- Mike Patton stars in Hamlet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Shakespeare. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you st- still there, not
2: Yes, I... I. It wasn't me. You didn't <laughs> get pissed?
1: Didn't, he doesn't admit to being pissed on at Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying oh, it
2: yeah. wasn't him that pissed on the audience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I just have this... this it's, uh... it. it's just a dream. No!
0: He was a <laughs> character, and I remember thinking, oh, that's interesting, he's coming to the audience. He sounds like that?
1: a character. Yeah. <laughs> but did he have, like, a bottle of water in his codpiece? What was he I doing? Was...
0: I was not in a close enough row to be able to tell
1: you the logistics. Were you just in a just in a German fetish bar, and they were <laughs> sounding <laughs> enough like Shakespeare. Uh-huh. Ah, ah,
0: ah. I was towards the back of the stalls, they were towards the front of the stalls, he was at the front of the stalls, there was a pissing joke. The people at the front laughed, so I'm
1: guessing it wasn't, like, heinous. There's the <laughs> mentioning of stalls and pissing, but they're not in the right context, I'm afraid. <laughs>
3: Titus Yeah. <Andronipus.
1: laughs> How long were you Googling Shakespeare plays to get out of it? I wasn't, I
3: would thought of Titus Andronicus, and I was trying to think of where to put piss in it to make it work. <laughs> 'Cause that's actually my favourite Shakespeare.
1: piss. <laughs> yeah,
0: specifically Titus Andronopiss. That's yes. your favourite Shakespeare.
3: Yeah, not not my spoof Titus Andronica Andronopis. Like actual Titus Andronicus <laughs> my favourite <laughs>
1: Shakespeare. Yeah. Much a piss about nothing, that's what I would have gone for as so. well. Just now we to do Shakespeare piss puns and
0: Yeah, are we doing this? No, let's not,
1: let's
3: not do this. <laughs> Aww. It's not, Midsummer Night's Piss.
1: There we go. Oh, he's a two. Midsummer Night's Piss is nice because it sounds like a thing. It's Very unha- relieving.
3: Pleasant. Oh, yeah. Got, had a few outdoors. Got to step off into the trees and have a Midsummer Night's Piss. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? This film is so boring that we're just <laughs> talking about piss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, start you mean to go on or end on a high note. Yeah, so you know. You will acknowledge my Richard the Turd. Richard
3: the Third pretty I fucking I didn't even.
1: Yeah, right. Richard the
3: turd
1: is. It's nice, but it's not. It's not the. the, it's, not it's, piss. Not piss. the it's not piss. It's not piss. Anyway, on Richard the Turd, we we're going to finish the podcast and uh, go um, ollie some bums and do some sick grabs what? in a no. pool, and um, yeah. Four out, ten, ten piss Not bad. <laughs> ten piss. Okay, so we're just gonna be doing Shakespeare piss puns until yeah. Fade out done that, I guess.
0: Fuck you.
1: Bye everybody. Oh, bye bye.